everyone, welcome to the Anchor of the Week. My name is Courtney. And I'm Zach. We are an initiative of Hope and Anchor Community Church in London. Each week we'll discuss different topics relevant to faith and Christianity in today's culture. We are here to build a space for the church to share our experiences and challenge one another to grow in living a life like Jesus. Well, hello everybody and welcome back. Welcome team, Timo. Yes, if you are watching us on YouTube, you can see that we have a very special guest with us today. Yeah, Martha, do you, well, I've just said your name, but. (laughs) We're going to have a whole big reveal, all of this. Yeah, uh, ruin that. But yeah, do you want to introduce yourself to the team? Yes, well, as as you just said, my name is Martha. Um, Maybe you know me if you watch our church services. Yes. Um, But yeah. Good to be here. Yeah, she's being very <laughs> mild here. Yeah. Uh, Martha well, is a worship leader there we go. Um, yeah, at Hope and Anchor Community Church. I wanted you guys to give me the intro. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward if I talk myself up. We yeah. did. We kind of threw you under the bus Thank there. You. Yeah. But So if you've been kind of around the Hope and Anchor uh, community for a little bit, you'll have definitely have seen her face on the worship team. Uh, she also preached a few weeks ago, and it was amazing. Um, also, she is one of the Anchor of the Week's top fans yes. since its yes. beginning. This is a fact. This has been a long time coming, actually. Yes, she ever since. Been for a while. <laughs> yeah. Martha. Before his time. Yeah. Before, yeah, before yeah, Zach's before time. My time. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she's been asking, hey, when, when's it my turn on the pod? And we finally yeah. have her on. Thank you. And we are very excited. Yes. Because today is also the final episode in our series of Rejection. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. So we're really going to lay it all out there. And you might be asking, why are we bringing Martha on for rejection? You know, that sounds, you know, maybe a little cruel. Yeah, I'm the guest <laughs> for rejection. Yeah, yeah, that's actually... It's all right, it's all right. Yeah, but I'm excited. We're going to cover a lot of topics today. Um, some pretty frisky, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, we are yeah. going to dive deep today. So <laughs> we have we have brief Martha on this, so... Um, it's yeah. not like it's a huge And she has promised to be an open book. So, yes. y'all, this is the expose. This is the tell-all. <laughs> the, <laughs> the final week of rejection, guys. We're, yeah. we're not leaving anything, any stones unturned. Mm. So, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Should we get right into it? Let's do it, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Martha, do you want to actually just give us a bit of... Because, obviously, there's a reason why you're on. There's a reason why yes. we've asked you. Um, do you want to just share maybe, like, a bit of background or just a bit of... <laughs> yeah, okay. just a little, you know, a little mini No more questions, I'll just get straight <laughs> into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Well, I don't really know where to, where to kick it off. Um, <laughs> I don't know, do you want to give me some more prompts and then we can... Well, basically, um, yeah. if you've read the title of this episode and the description of it, you know we're kind of talking about, um, shall we say, daddy issues? <laughs> yeah, we can say that. We're doing this in a real, real low-key way, y'all. Like yeah. everyone has them. Yeah. Okay, we all have issues passed down from our parents, and it's become kind of this thing, you know. Um, yeah. But we're like, n- it's not a taboo. We can talk about it. Um, mm. So if you want to just kind of yeah, talk about sure. your family background, maybe even yeah. just briefly, and then we'll kind of get into it. Yeah. And y- as well with everything that I share today, I want to be, you know, as honoring as I can <laughs> towards <laughs> my my father, um, because you know. We've had reconciliation now, so we're chilling. So we can talk from that viewpoint. But Mm -hmm. yeah, basically, um, yeah, when I was younger, when I was a wee little lass, (laughs) um, yeah, uh, my dad he he has struggled with um, yeah alcohol um, and substance abuse, and um, he cheated on my mom, um, and yeah, left the family home when I was I think like around eight years old. Um, So yeah, that. Um, obviously played into a big part of my childhood and um, upbringing. Um, yeah, having him as 
more of an absent figure in my life. Um, yeah, that's kind of a bit of my my story, I guess. So I don't know how how into it you guys want to get, but um, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so um, was it just a case of upping and leaving and, and no contact, or was there kind of contact with the kids and like how how was that? What was that like? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess my mom she did the best job she could of like covering him and um and not like um I don't know because you hear often stories of separation where like both parents were really toxic and like they um you know bash the other one in front of the kids but my mom was really good at like not doing that so mm-hmm. um yeah she kind of like in that sense and mm-hmm. and also you know spared us from uh, not needing to know things that we didn't need to know um but yeah so he um yeah, he did cheat on my mom, and that was something that we were all aware of. Um, and yeah, he moved out, and um, yeah, my dad, um, he grew up like in a Christian home, um, but he kind of chose to not walk that road. Um, but my mom, thankfully, um, yeah, she loves the Lord. <laughs> so yeah, oh, shout out to Deb. Yeah, shout out to Deb. She's, she's <laughs> it's her birthday today. It is. Oh wow. Yeah, actually. two birthday episodes in a row. Happy birthday, Deb. <laughs> shout out to you, mom. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and so I guess in that season of my life, like she really chose to, um, just press into God and, um, he was like the foundation of our home and, um, and yeah, like she made us do weird stuff, like write things on posters and like put them all around the house. Like God is the Lord of this home and (laughs) and weird stuff like that. But it was, it was cool. I respect it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. First of all, thank you for sharing this because obviously it's not easy. I mean, maybe obviously I know you process things, but it's open. So, um, yeah, thank you for that. But obviously now this is something between your dad and your mum, like that happened. And so and I know obviously it's his family as well, but it's very much kind of, you know, between them two. And even then, like, I, I don't know, like, did you did you feel like you personally were rejected? Like or like you kids were the ones he left? and said no to or was it more like between your parents yeah. you know because I, I yeah it's between them two mainly I mean I know it's a family thing as well yeah, but yeah. H- how did you take that I mean I, as, as I said I was like really young so I didn't have that like maturity to separate the two things so like to me it was yeah he he left us mm-hmm. you know and he abandoned us and um as well I didn't mention but like the woman that he you know left my mom for she was quite a lot younger she was in her early 20s and um, my dad at the time was in his 40s so it felt almost as if like I had been replaced in like a weird way mm. like because she was so young it was like she could be my sister kind of thing right. you know mm. so it was like that weird yeah like I felt almost as if like he'd replaced me mm. you know mm. and that was that was hard maybe that yeah. was to to deal with as a kid like yeah and I think it's really interesting, and this take is really interesting, because the past few weeks when we've been doing our like rejection on the street interviews, it's been very much like certain situations where you put yourself out there, you know, again, it was like the school or like friendship groups and stuff like that. Mm. But there's a certain amount of responsibility. I've put myself out there, and I'm, oh, I know that I, I could be rejected, but I'm still going to do it anyway. But in situations like this, which we all experience to different levels, you know, even if you come from a good home, you know, there's still things that happen, you know. Um, or not a good home, but like a, hmm. like a, a solid home. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to call Nothing it. Normal. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What even is uh, that anyway? Yeah. Um, I feel like there's not really such thing as that. Um, but like it's different because you didn't 
you know, you don't put yourself out there and be like, well, I might get rejected, but we'll see it. Like, you know, there should be that safety in that sense, I think, when you, especially you are a child, right, of like, I shouldn't have to worry about being rejected. So I think it's just a very interesting and a lot deeper than what we've been talking about the past few weeks, which I think was really good and really key. Um, yeah, and the fact that, like, again, like, you didn't actually have any, you took it personally, but you didn't really have any hand in it, you know, like, it wasn't you, you know. Um, but it's interesting then how something that you don't even, like, know or, like, you didn't have a quote-unquote part in has carried into your life, you know? And, like, maybe we can talk about that as well. Like, how, like, as you said, like, you've already worked through a lot of it, which is amazing, which is why you can actually, like, be here and talk about it, you know? But I think a lot of us have these things that we can realize, oh, it came from this. Mm. You know, maybe when I was a kid or in a broken family or certain situations. But now we're dealing with it because we see, like, the, the effects of it. Does that make sense? So how did you kind of see that then? And when you realized, oh, my gosh, I think it's because, like, I got this from the situation with my dad, you know, yeah. and then you had to start to kind of work through things. But what were the manifestations of it, you know? Yeah, I think it, I mean, it definitely, as I was growing into my, like, teenage years, like, it became more of a, like, I don't know, an obvious, like, thing. It's like, okay, like, I'm having all these struggles and, like, it was clear that that was the, the root of it. And um, and my mom as well, like, was really, really good at um, trying to, you know, get me to seek help and... um. Um, you know, so I guess it kind of manifested in like, you know, issues with like boys, you know, self-esteem things. I don't know, like, like stuff like that, like that. Yeah, of course, if you have had that experience with your, your father, like, you know, you're going to look at relationships with other people, like, Mm. um, with that skewed perspective and trying to like seek um, affirmation and and love in oh, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> excuse me uh, we need water for our yeah. guests uh, <laughs> but COVID no <laughs> she is joking no but yeah you're gonna seek um, like love in other other people in other mm. you know other ways yeah. and um yeah I don't know did I, did I yeah no I think that's yeah. yeah sure what was your kind of like initial rea- rea- uh, reaction yeah reaction into it because like you said that um, he left for someone a lot younger, like, and you almost felt replaced. You know, what what kind of like reaction did that come from you? Did you did you feel like you needed to be better at being a daughter almost? Like, did that play at all, or wha- what was that? Like what mean, was going through your mind in that in that sense? I guess I was just really hurt, and um, I've always been someone who's a little bit more feisty. <laughs> so like my like ways of coping, I guess I would. <laughs> I would do some things a little bit naughty. <laughs> so like, <laughs> whenever I would stay at his house, I would like, <laughs> I would go through and hide her things and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess that was my rebellion yeah. um, coming out to try and, I don't know, feel like I had some sort of control over the situation. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting um. how like it was at her as well. Like, yeah. you know, not like your, your dad. I, not that, I mean, they're both at fault, obviously, and, and things. But it's just interesting that like, yeah. The reactions were aimed at her rather than like mm. at your dad. I guess I don't know. That's the mind of a child. Well, yeah, <laughs> not <laughs> understanding, <laughs> not understanding the, the yeah. situation. But yeah. Interesting. And like as you said, yeah, you kind of like start to like work out some things. Um, kind of like in your personal. But how did that affect your relationship with God as well? Because that's something that like you've touched on before in different conversations. But the whole father figure thing is something that I think again all of our fathers are not perfect 
so it skews the way that we look at God, who is mm -hmm. the perfect father. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was wondering if you have anything to say on that, or for the people that are like, I don't know how I can see God as a father because my father did X, Y, and Z, or I've never known my father, or different things like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been, been a long, like, journey to walk out, and I wouldn't say that I'm fully there either. Um, but, like, I guess it comes with just learning more of, like, who God is and, um, like, getting to know him more. And um, then that, when you, the more you know God, the more you realize, like, that he is love, that he is, you know, he's everything good. And um, I guess that shifts then your preconceived ideas of what a father looks like because maybe it hasn't been modeled well to you. Um, and, yeah, just knowing that, like, God is the only like good and perfect father mm. and um but yeah like you said like with all these things that happened with my dad that did like stop me from like understanding what a father actually should be like and what uh, like a good father actually looks like um and yeah it's been a long a long process to get <laughs> here um but yeah I wouldn't say it was until I was like 18 that I really um had a moment of like giving that back to God mm. and like and fully surrendering like all of my issues yeah. um and then yeah I, it comes with time I guess. Yeah. Did, like do you want to like explain what it was like in terms of like surrendering and i mean is that where the healing really started in that in that sense yeah i mean i i was in a in a teaching about the father heart of god um which was a really key breaking point for me um and it it wasn't even what the teaching like was because I don't even remember what they <laughs> talked about like and it was translated from Spanish and it wasn't even good but it was just <laughs> like sorry no offense um <laughs> oh, wow. no but it was I was just not watching right now uh. <laughs> oh, I no but it was um there was just something so deep and profound and like the like the spirit of the whole like thing was just I don't know it was just something broke in me that day and um, yeah, I was just like bawling my eyes out and I, I just felt like a weight literally like lifted off of me in that wow. moment. Um, and then, yeah, I had to like obviously process things after that. Um, but that was a really like key, like breaking mm -hmm. point for me. Um, and did you yeah. have a conversation with him at like after this point? Like, was it, was it like, have you dealt with it with, with my dad? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have like had a few conversations with him like about like, you know, telling him that I forgive him. And um, it actually wasn't until recently that he um, he phoned me one day to apologize for everything. Um, and I was like, no, it's cool, Dad. Like, I've already forgiven you. Um, but that was really big for him mm. to actually um, acknowledge. Yeah. Um, and initiate. Yeah. And, like, yeah, for him, I know that was huge. And um, and he's going through a journey as well. He's he's definitely re reassessing things in his life. And, um, so, yeah, that's amazing to see. And out of curiosity, too, like, because I know you have, like, a few siblings. Um, how did they all take it, you know? Like, was it the whole, like, process? Did you notice how, like, different people, like, will react to, like, the rejection differently? You know? Yeah. Like, could could yeah. you see that in your family? Or? Definitely. Um, I think my my older brother, he's he was much more quick to defend and um, to, I don't know, to feel like he had to be the strong one mm. and the one that, like, held us together. And um, and now I think later in life, like now he's only just coming to terms with things and and actually going through a process at the moment. And um, and yeah, obviously my younger brother, he was he was really young, so he didn't really know what was 
going on. He was just oblivious. He was just <laughs> he was chilling. He was just there. Chilling. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, different personalities really. Um, yeah, have that has definitely come into play with yeah. how the reactions have been. Because um, yeah. it is always just so interesting, right? When you see like everyone experiences like the same thing or like yeah. the same event, but we all just deal with rejection specifically so like differently mm. and so interestingly and it causes different like reactions from each so that's so true yeah. yeah what what was kind of just going back to kind of like the whole processing and that breakthrough moment with the teaching um you know what what was like the main thing i guess you not is i uh, maybe maybe like learned or have taken away from this because like in terms of rejection as well obviously we know parents are broken as well they'll they'll, they'll make mistakes that have a big impact on us mm-hmm. but like you know, did you understand that, like, you know, you weren't actually specifically rejected or, you know, what, what were, like, your big takeaways, almost? If that's yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, it, like, every day ha- has to be a conscious decision to, like, choose to not walk in rejection. Because, yeah, like you said, like, it, it wasn't me that was rejected personally. So I need to, like, remind myself of that every day. And, like, yeah, there are days that you just wake up and you're just like, I feel sad, <laughs> poor me, you know? So you actually have to like consciously choose like, like, no, I'm not rejected. Like, mm-hmm. and, um, so what yeah. does that look like, you know, for you, you know, when you wake up and say, no, I'm actually not rejected. I feel, I feel like I am, but I'm not. So then what, mm-hmm. what are like the super practical things that you do? Like, what do you tell yourself? How do you move? How do you act? You know? I mean, it definitely comes from dependence on God and, um, like picking up his word and cause you know, that is, only the only source of truth right so you know if i'm just gonna you know give myself a pep talk it's probably not gonna (laughs) (laughs) it's probably not gonna yeah help so literally it's just dependence on god and um his word yeah and do you think like obviously because the idea of like he didn't reject you specifically like that's that's like understanding that is good but do you think like because obviously there are situations where that that will happen and he's actually they've actually rejected the whole family so like, I know that didn't happen to you specifically, but, like, are there, like, I don't know, it's easy. Because you can get rejected from people. Like, that happens, you know? So, like, what am I asking? I guess I'm asking, like, what is, what's what's the bigger lesson for you, mm-hmm. almost, you know? Like, initially, a, a separate from him not actually rejecting you, like, do you think you've learned anything else from the situation? Yeah, I think it's definitely been more about like identity and um learning who I am and like who God created me to be and um yeah I think that's mostly what this boils down to is actually knowing who you are and being secure in in who you are in him and um like that's the only way that we can walk in Mm. in his truth and not walk under rejection or rebellion or Mm. you know these things yeah no, that's really good. Because I, I, I feel like that is genuinely, like, the case. I mean, yeah, because we'll get rejected a lot, you know. That will keep happening yeah. as well. Yeah. From people who are really close to us to people who don't really mean anything to us, you know. Mm. So I feel like that's, like, an everyday thing, you know. But that's so mm. true. And it hurts. And, like, yeah. there's no way of stopping the hurt, you know. Because that would be weird if we didn't have emotions. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a journey, like, to reconcile these things and... So yeah, ultimately you just have to 
bring them all back to God <laughs> and be like, we need you. <laughs> Something up as well that you, we talked about a little while ago, um, but basically um, you were saying that you're experiencing this rejection, like caused you to be emotionally kind of distant from other people, right? And that how you noticed like that was also something that your dad did, you know, and I think we even talked about his dad, you know, and the way that he processed things. Um, but yeah, I just wondering if you want to explain that a little bit more about, you know, the coping mechanism really of what it is. And um, yeah, just how you saw that, how it goes from generation to generation. And sometimes I think we forget that, that maybe we're dealing with something because it's a generational thing mm -hmm. that we have to break off, you know, like you did. Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. So like, like you said, like something I noticed, like when like, you know, processing, reflecting, um, is that, yeah, like my dad, he has pushed people away in his life. Um, that have genuinely tried to care for him and um and help him um and i don't know i guess he doesn't know how to receive um love and um like that's come from yeah issues that he's had with with his dad um and so yeah like i realized that that's something i, I do as well is that yeah i push people away because i don't like vulnerability and so you know i hide behind humor and um and being mean <laughs> Um, not just humor folks yeah. it's humor and being sorry mean. you know two um contradicting things but <laughs> it, it works for me um worked past tense yeah. you're working sorry. through it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Worked, worked, worked. <laughs> sorry um but yeah no yeah it's definitely been something that i have been really trying to work through and um yeah i think yeah only with god we can fix these things yeah. and um not fix i don't know if that's the word but yeah let go of yeah yeah surrender <laughs> there we go surrender that's that's the church word really um, that sounds more christian yes <laughs> but yeah it's definitely it's not been like a natural response like to to be like i don't know but i don't think it's been something that i've had to consciously like do it's just been like a change that has happened like yeah. as i've like given these things to god and like trusted him with them like i have seen like he's he's changed me and like you see the fruit of it exactly mm. and um yeah yeah, and I think, yeah, now I'm I'm much better at letting people in, at being mm. more vulnerable. I mean, look at me, I'm on the podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, true. Yeah. Do you look at this? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and better at receiving and, and giving love as well. So yeah, that's great. You love it. Do you, you do love it? Do you, f do you have you noticed any like, are there any like patterns that happen like when you are falling back into that kind of like, you know, when you struggle to receive and think of like the rejection. Yeah, when the you rejection. Start walking rejection yeah. again. Yeah. Do you like, is it like certain things that trigger that at all? Or is it just kind of like, I don't know, is it just a daily like choice? Yeah, I mean, we all have like insecurities and mm. um, and different things that do like trigger these emotions. And um, yeah, I guess it's just having to be aware of like what your trigger is and like then taking it to God and be like, I don't know why I'm having these feelings again, like <laughs> help me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, of course, because, you know, it happens. It's not like a once and, and done thing. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. It is a continual, like, um, process. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of rephrased what you said. So. Well, <laughs> no, no, I mean, just like, <laughs> it's just to know that, like, this isn't just like a snap your finger and, like, yeah. you've fixed it. It's you've had the conversation, now yeah. it's good, and you, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, like, it is still a thing, you know, not hopefully not as big feel so to speak but it's something that you like do need to fight again time to time you know um, mm -hmm. I think it's like 
important to remember that because yeah. it can just be very much like a, I've conquered this and then you think that's it and yeah. it's a daily choice as well um, so so you're now a worship leader that's correct yeah <laughs> so it's, it's quite can we cool. have like the title down <laughs> at the bottom <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll mention that um, yeah when we post but um, so is that kind of uh, yeah it's kind of a, it's quite a cool story like you've gone from where you're not where you are, but just like that whole like <laughs> rejection stuff, and mm-hmm. now you're writing songs, you know, yeah. about your father, like God. So, yeah. like, <laughs> just to clarify that. yeah, all the songs <laughs> we sing at church are not about <laughs> my father. <laughs> yeah. Have you? But have you, have you ever found yourself kind of not between the two, but just kind of like, what are you writing about, and like questioning yourself at all, or is that a good way to phrase it? Yeah, or like realizing sure. that maybe a p- the sure. perception of your f- earthly father, your yeah. biological father, has kind of seeped in to mm. your perception of God and then realizing like, wow, I'm writing this, mm. these lyrics for people to sing yeah. to hopefully deepen yeah. their relationship with God. Like, Well, I think you pressure. just, you have to be really aware of like not letting your own emotions come into play. Mm. Um, and obviously everything I write, I like base on biblical truth. And so that's my like first point of call, I guess. Like when I come to write a song is... I go to the Bible and I'm like, okay, God, what do you want to say to your people? And, um, you know, because I want the least amount of me in there as possible. <laughs> um, but, I mean, they are still, like, personal to me and, like, things, revelations that God has given. Um, but, yeah, I think the key in that is, like, basing them on biblical truth and yeah. not allowing my own, like, experiences and emotions to get, like, mixed into that. Um, but, yeah, you have to, yeah, be really... I you have to use a lot of wisdom, I guess, yeah. because, yeah, like you said, I don't want people declaring things um, that are not <laughs> good. <laughs> that are from a place of rejection? Yes, <laughs> that are coming from a wound, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, so that's good, yeah, yeah. And I think it's it's funny, too, because you're, like, talking about how it's hard for you to be vulnerable, you know, something you've, like, worked on, yet you're sharing these things, these very personal, yeah. like, times with God or whatever, yeah. like, here for the masses to sing. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of funny how God did that, you know? Yeah. You're afraid of vulnerability? Well, you're gonna write something from your heart, and we're all gonna sing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. yep. That's, that's true. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's been it's been fun. I mean, I guess before like the last few years, I like I knew I liked writing songs, but I never thought of it like as a as like an offering to God. I guess yeah. like it was just kind of a side hobby. Um, and I was like, how do you even write a worship song? I don't know. But now it's apparently the only thing I can write. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's been it's been great, honestly. Um, yeah. Do you ever struggle with rejection when you're like showing like the other worship leaders, like the worship team here, like at Hope and Anchor, like, hey, I, I wrote a new one. Hope you don't hate it. Like, y- yeah, like, I don't know if it's rejection. It's it's just like, yeah, fear of like sharing your heart. <laughs> I guess then it is rejection because then you don't want to be rejected. But <laughs> but you're right. Like that's that's why like we yeah. hold yeah. back, isn't it? I yeah. Like this is a lot of areas. Yeah. We hold back because we don't want to be rejected. Yeah. I guess I'll yeah I'll sit on things for a little while before I actually share them. I'm like maybe this might be good. <laughs> and then I share it, and then it becomes a song. So then it's like oh okay, so it was good. <laughs> cool. Do you find though like you're getting better at like not having like is you're sitting on a period like 
smaller because you kind of realize like oh it's it's fine like yeah yeah and that comes with like learning to trust people and obviously we've all been working together for a while now mm-hmm. so yeah I'd, I'd say yeah it's it's an open space <laughs> That's great. So trust, right? Okay. Okay. Where are we going? <laughs> okay. Do, how do you think trust and rejection, like, how do you think they relate to each other, right? Because would you say that in all, all the, like, the issues and the things you've worked through with your dad, like, trust was broken? And mm. do you think broken trust leads to rejection? I mean, mm. I don't think that they're, like, have to be one and the same, but are they, I also don't think they're mutually yeah. exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like where you're going with that. Thank you. Don't know if I have a response, but um. well, I mean, do you trust your dad? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I know that was very wow, straightforward. Wow. Okay. Well, but no, but like, and if you say no, that's totally fine because I think this is something yeah. that's real. Like, mm. I, I yeah. don't think we should. I mean, I know we said like we would ask these kind of questions, but <laughs> like, we want to know like where people are at as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, I think this is. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I can honestly 100% say yes because. Mm-hmm that maybe would be a lie. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still it's still a process, definitely. Mm. And um I think I was actually like mentioning this to you before before this. Um about yeah, like how um that like relationship with my dad, like he had a tendency to like not keep his promises. Mm-hmm. And like that did um really come into play with my relationship with God because I for a while, and even now, like, struggle to believe that he actually does what he says and that he's actually good, mm. you know? And, um, yeah, it's still, still sometimes it's, like, in the back of your head, you know, that that idea of, like, okay, th- I know you said this, but, like, can I actually trust you? Can I actually believe that you're going to do it? Um, yeah, it's, yeah, real stuff here. <laughs> well, it is real stuff, yeah. and I yeah. think a lot of people struggle with this, you know, or you mean Christian or non-Christian, but I think especially Christians, and then they almost like we feel bad for like doubting if we trust God, you know? Yeah. But I think we have to be really like honest when we look at our lives and be like, well, the world has given us 112 reasons not to yeah. trust, you know? So it's how so do true. we reconcile that like it's with it's God? It's normal to doubt. Like I think anyone who says they've never doubted God is lying because... <laughs> 100%. Yeah. 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 Okay, that was good. I just, you were talking about trust and I know... That was not the uh, the context we were talking like, it in. But like, do you feel like you should trust your dad? Like, I feel like that's a different question. Like, obviously, you, you said no, not completely. But do you feel like you should be? Like, do you, are you trying mm. to get to a place where you are? Or is it kind of like you're still battling with the idea of, like, how can I trust him? I think, I mean, the only place we can put our trust is in God, right? Mm. Um, obviously, I, d- I don't want to, like, have that view of my dad of, of like, oh, he's unreliable, he's untrustworthy, um, because, you know, we're called to honour our, our parents, right? And um, and uh, I do forgive him, and um, I love him, like, he's my dad, but I wouldn't say that I put my trust in him, because mm. that's not a very um, safe place to leave your trust. Um, yeah, I think the only one we can fully trust is God, and um, he's never going to let us down, so. Parent or not a parent, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, we're going to break trust all the time. Yeah. yeah. But I think... It's interesting, the correlation between trust and fear of rejection. I think it's more than just rejection. Like, as we're kind of processing through this, I'm like, oh, I think it's more of, like, you fear rejection. If you're not sure you trust someone, you fear rejection, which leads you then to walk, walk in rejection. rejection. Right. Right? Interesting stuff. Um, it is. Yeah. Yeah, like, the idea of, like, 
You're not even rejected yet, but you're still walking in that rejection. Yeah, because you fear that you will be because you don't fully trust the person. Yeah. Well, look at us go. Look at wow. us go. Yeah, good <laughs> stuff. That is really good stuff. And I mean, we could talk about this for forever, probably. Um, but I think we have to start wrapping up. I think this has oh. come to the end of our episode. Do you have anything else you want to say? Anything that you just want to? Even just for people who are kind of like just walking in that fear, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like just things that maybe, like things that you were doing that really helped you. Obviously, it's that intimacy with God. But Yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, find yourself someone that you can trust, um, like a mentor. You know, we love a good mentor here. <laughs> it's key. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, someone that you can be vulnerable with. And um, like the more that you open up to them, like, the easier it gets to to be vulnerable with others and um yeah. and yeah just continually surrender <laughs> to god daily yeah um there, like also a quick question um like did do you think god put anyone in your life who has a similar role to a father figure like not that not to replace it but i just mean like i don't know maybe to in encourage or maybe I, I don't know if that's really yeah right. or like just someone has he put anyone that you kind of you see as like oh like i see him like a father not your actual yeah, dad yeah, yeah, but yeah. just i forgot like to mention i have a stepdad he's great <laughs> oh. um <laughs> shout out to you as well johnny johnny boy um but yeah yes. no sorry my stepdad's a legend um but yeah like i can definitely see like in different seasons of my life god has like put uh, like amazing men of god that have mm. um been great role models for me and um, yeah, showing me what like um, a father actually looks like, and um, yeah, um, it's it's been such a blessing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because I, I mm -hmm. feel like God does do that, you know, not not necessarily with like super dramatic, but just in really subtle yeah. ways, you know. Yeah. Um, I think He does like put people in your life who mm -hmm. you can relate to, like a brother or like a sister or yeah. a father or mother, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. He knows what we're lacking. Like he's yeah. Beautiful yeah. 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 He always fulfills our needs. So. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. But it doesn't mean it replaces. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Amazing. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did well. That was good. Yeah, you did so good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. Yes, she was a little bit nervous. <laughs> so um, nervous, guys. Yeah, I don't know if you like saw this, but the studio almost broke out into applause. And by that, I just mean one person. <laughs> but um, that's okay. Well, Martha, thank you so much yeah, for coming seriously, on. Thank you. Um, because I think regardless of our relationship with our parents, because we this was, you know, we're calling it quote-unquote daddy issues or whatever, but also like mother issues are a thing. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think regardless of who we are or of our relationship with our parents, whether it's, you think it's the most amazing thing ever or they're completely absent, like we all have this, you know, and they all come into play with how we view God and how we view, like, view the world. Mm -hmm. And I think this is really yeah. key. And I think it should be a normalized conversation mm -hmm. that we have because, sure. you know, we got to learn how to see God in the right light. So let's unpack the rest, right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Martha. Yeah, again. thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate that. It's been great. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. This is the, as we said at the beginning, the final week of our rejection series. Yeah. Yes. And we will be back in a couple weeks. Yes. Yes. Oh so yeah. just, just literally just a couple weeks. It's not a very dramatic, uh, like big break. season, season yeah, finale. Yeah. Season, yeah, this was the season finale. How do you feel about that? I'm so honored. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, but yeah, guys. So make sure you listen to this. Oh, well, obviously listen to this if you've made it to the end of it. Um, but also share it. Yep. Um, with people that you think mm -hmm. 
I would say might need this, but you might be calling out some uh, some <laughs> issues to the people. So just <laughs> be careful who you share this with. Uh, yeah. Do it in the right way. Um, and where can they find us, Zach? Yes. Even if we're you know not making an episode for a week or two. Um, the anchor of the week, obviously on Insta. We're on Insta. Where it is. YouTube. Yeah. And all, all the platforms. Places. Yeah. Yes. You you name it. We, we are, are there. Yeah. We are we are there. <laughs> I was gonna say we're on it, but then it wouldn't have sounded real close. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, I really <laughs> hope you enjoy what has just ensued right now. Um, I think we were just we had a very serious conversation for a long time, so here we are. Now yeah. we've got the giggles. Now we've got the giggles. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, thank you guys as always for listening. Hope that this spoke to you and that God speaks to you through it. And we will see you when we see you. Yep. God bless. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Anchor of the Week. Make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube so you never miss an episode. See you next time.